With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. Danny Burke with us, VEASAN Sports Network, Burke's Best Bets. Busy weekend ahead at Danny Burke 5 on Twitter. Pride of Chicago, what's shaking, man? How we doing? Did you survive the Super Bowl? <laughs> we did survive the Super Bowl. You know, we were sweating out KC plus two. Came home for us, so we're uh, very content about that result. And, uh, yeah, ended up about 5-2 and two with our props. So it was a good end to a very up-and-down season, but we ended up on top. So uh, we'll take it. I, uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly and hope you guys did as well. We did. Good ball game, good finish, and uh, lots of... Lots of drama. I mean, both quarterbacks. Good finish. Good finish. That's one way to put it. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying, it was 38-35. It wasn't 65-7. to 7, All right. <laughs> so, uh, Daddy, let's uh, look at college basketball. We're just a few weeks away from Selection Sunday. Who do you like for for maybe a strong futures play come March? Yeah, so honestly, I'll be pretty blunt about this. I think the strategy, because of how even Keeler, I guess more like a parody fill type of fielded scene, you may just want to wait until the bracket is released and then jump in on it. Now, I realize if you wait, you're not going to get as good of odds for some teams, but also some may not alter to the point where it's not worth betting. You know what I mean? Like if you wait, you could see their path and go, all right, maybe I missed it by a buck or two on the odds, but now I feel more confident in their path and their journey and their setup and I think I can still make a good bet on it instead of kind of just, you're not throwing a star. I mean, you are, but not the sense of not knowing what their path is if you're doing it now. So that's probably what I'll do. But if I did have to make a few selections right now, I still think you're set up fairly nicely with Kansas. I know it's really hard to replicate, but the fact that you can get double-digit odds with them right now, about 12 to 1 in a lot of shops, I just feel like by the time we get to the tournament, that number is not going to get there, and Kansas will take you deep enough to at least give you options to hedge out, cash out, or just feel confident enough that this team can make another run to the Final Four. So I don't hate the idea of investing in Kansas again. Not as many people seem to be on the same page with me as this one, but I kind of like Arizona as a sneaky team at 14-1. to I just really like the way they play their offense, the pace and tempo they display on that side of the ball. I think it could be enough to catch them on a hot streak throughout the tournament, and their athleticism can't put them over the top with some teams. We have seen the Wildcats disappoint us, or at least myself, in the past with the tournament. So I uh, wouldn't be shocked if it occurred again. But I do like Arizona a little bit at 14-1. to And then for a tad bit of a longer shot, I don't mind it. It's going to stink to say this on the air, Schmitty, but I don't mind Creighton at 25-1. to Although, I wish, I think in some spots you could, I'm just looking at one book right now. I think, if I'm not mistaken, 
you could have got them at like 30 to one. And if you can still get them in a 30 to one range, again, it's not me saying that I guarantee they're going to win or think they're going to win, but I think they could be in a position to go on a run. And then that number is going to drastically alter by the time we get close to the elite eight final four, but you'll be sitting on a 30 to one ticket and be feeling pretty dang good about your selection. So I think Creighton's a good enough team, especially offensively to put you in that type of position to maybe give you some options with what to do with that 40 or pardon me, 30 to one ticket. So those would probably be some of the three teams I'd consider. Look, I'd want to say Indiana, but man, their road splits are just killer. You can't really trust them in this tournament setting. And yeah, I think a team like Iowa State, also a team that thrives at home, can't really trust them on the road as much. So I don't see as much value with them. And for a really short shot, I feel like Alabama would have to be the play. They're incredibly efficient both offensively and defensively. And if they stay healthy and keep that rhythm going, I think they deserve to be recognized as the top team of the country. Danny, you mentioned Kansas to lead off that answer, but there's one problem with the Kansas Jayhawks, and that's that they'd be going back-to-back should they win this. And that's only happened, I believe, eight times in history with with the NCAA tournament that a team's gone back-to-back. And it's been 16 years since Florida did it last. So is that reason to, to stay away from Kansas? Is that, you know what, we're due to have a back-to-back national champion. Which side of the coin are you on there? Yeah, I don't know. I really wouldn't freak out too much about it. I mean, certainly you have to be cognizant that it seldom happens, which that's the thing and the reason that I really haven't gotten invested with them at this point. But I also believe the fact that they've shown this consistency and starting to pick it up as of late, looking like a powerhouse team again, based on the price, it's probably worth an investment if you're looking, if, if you're like Peter and back and forth, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, because of the history of the trends, like this is a team that's good enough to do it. And again, this year in college basketball, we literally say it every year, but it's, it's, it's shaping up to be an insane March Madness tournament. And a team that has that experience, has the head coach that they do, perhaps that would almost give you more leverage to wanting to back them because they've been in this type of position. And I get that they're a team that has some turnover like a lot of the other top squads, but that culture has been instilled with them, not as much with an Alabama or a Houston. Purdue certainly choked last year. The Pac-12 teams usually fall to the wayside. So that's why I think Kansas, if you're going with some of those blue blood programs in college basketball, is a team at a double-digit price that may be worth buying a little bit of stock in them. And again, it's not that you have to hang on to the ticket all the way. It's almost like if you get that bet, you're almost betting on them to get to the final four. I know you can make the bet to get to the final four, but my point is you can have that 11-1 ticket during the final four, and the odds that will be offered at that point will be like, I don't know, maybe plus 250 or 2-1, and then you can still look to make a profit that way. So that's why I think you can still put a little bit of stock into this Kansas team. Danny, we'll wrap uh, keeping with college basketball. Purdue, you mentioned how they stubbed their toe, blew up everyone's bracket a year ago. They're not unique in that. A lot of teams the last few years have done the, the dirty to you with your, uh, with your bracket. <laughs> Do you have more faith in Purdue this year because of what went down last year? They've got the big dude in, e- in, in Edie, and then they've got shooters all around him. They've not been immune to a uh, uh, misstep here and there, but overall, they've also won quite a few close ball games. Do you have more faith in Purdue this dance season? Yeah, in terms of comparing last year to this, to this year, I mean, absolutely. And the biggest difference maker, of course, is Zach Eady because he's finally realized how to utilize his big frame 
Whereas last year, it was like, all right, great, we got a seven-footer. He'll sometimes be reliable, but now he finally is reliable. I mean, over 22 points per game, he's averaging a double-double. And this is a guy that you can absolutely just keep handing the ball off to him down low and let him work his magic. Are teams going to scheme against it? Sure. Will he get limited to some degree? Absolutely. But Purdue has had enough depth um, to really still work around that. And look, I, I'm not going to freak out if they lose some of these close games, and especially on the road. That's what you want in a team that you're going to want to kind of hit your wagon on to win the tournament. The team that goes undefeated is a team that always has the pressure amount so high that makes it so much more difficult for them. You want your team to be chiseled along the way. If you want to compare it like Kansas City and Philadelphia, that's kind of the argument I made last week. Philadelphia was never tested. Their defense wasn't. Then they stepped up in class, and Patrick Mahomes didn't get stopped in the second half. So it's something like that where you want to have your backs against the wall. You want to deal with loss so you know how to overcome and work around it. And I think that's a big difference with this Purdue team. I'd rather have them have some of these tough losses and realize what their flaws are so they can adjust and make those corrections along the way and get ready for the tournament. So, look, realistically, if they're not making the Final Four, at least it's a disappointment. But just because of how college basketball is, the realistic expectation should be Elite Eight for sure if you have a seven-footer and you have the experience on this team like they do and you're coming from a relatively speaking weaker Big Ten conference. So, yeah, I think Purdue definitely gets farther this season. Danny Burke with his Vizen Sports Network at Danny Burke Five on Twitter. Catch him with Vizen. Danny, we'll talk next week. Thanks for a few minutes today. Yeah, you bet, guys. Enjoy the weekend.